0: And welcome to the Dragon Party.
1: Dragon Party.
0: I'm your host to this soiree, Brett Brandis. And here, to take your coats, it's my co-host, Eric. Eric, tell him your name.
1: Yeah, I'm uh Eric Manjo and you better be tipping if I'm going to take your coats.
0: He's not lying. Tip him at the door. Tip him. We're always, we're always accepting tips here at the Dragon Party, in fact. It's true. They, these, these parties just don't happen. <laughs> they require compensation.
1: These cost money.
0: These, speaking of costing money, it's, now we are at a party, right? And mm-hmm. we don't condone drinking, but at a party, I usually like to have a few. Yeah. You know that. You know that about you me. You know, we, we like to have a few. That's right. So, what, what's you drinking? What's you drinking to this party here?
1: So, I'm drinking a a beer. It's called Nailed It. It's a uh, chocolate cake stout by mm. uh, Independence Brewing Company.
0: Haven't heard of them, but yeah, chocolate It is Ooh, delicious. Boy. Yeah, those are those desserty ones where I, I can definitely enjoy one, but boy, I don't think I can go in for a second.
1: Yeah, exactly. They they're very good for sipping.
0: Yeah, kind of I, I always like to throw them in on like, you know, when you get a flight. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like always my fourth one. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'll throw that one in there. And, and then, then you only get like the four ounce pour of it. That's like the perfect amount of like how much of that I can handle. It's always right. the most candied one. Well, I got here. This is something neat. So if you can see that it looks like just a plain silver can. And that's I am looking at, it. looks like a plain silver it can. Yeah. It like a plain silver can. <laughs> right. Now, <laughs> I know it looks boring, but actually that's pretty exciting. Because the place in town, they actually can can anything on tap.
1: Oh, cool. I think right that's called the Crowlers.
0: There you go. So, yeah. So, they they can this one. This one actually has a pretty cool story. This is from Goose Island, which is pretty popular. People have heard of Goose Island before. I don't even know too much about them. But... This beer, it's called the Lost Palate, because, and actually, I put this all together after buying it. I was like, I bet you this guy had COVID, because he lost his uh, sense of t- taste, which is one of the symptoms.
1: Oh.
0: The only things he could taste were mango and cinnamon. Don't know how he discovered what? that. I don't, how, I don't know how you go through the gambit of, like, things and end up with, like, oh, mango and cinnamon. Yep.
1: That... Is just wild. Yeah. Only I could only taste two things now.
0: Two things, right? Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, did you get through all of it? Did you get like?
1: <laughs> have right. You tried yeah.
0: all the foods, and that's what you landed on. That
1: <laughs> is the best, like two truths and a lie, ever. Because as soon as someone says that, it's like I would never things. think about to lie about something like that. <laughs> so that's right. yeah, That's like, true. The two.
0: So in in. in I guess, honor of that, they specially brewed this beer for them, which is a mango, cinnamon, uh, I don't know if it's an IPA or session, you know, one of those, like, smaller branded beers, but it's brewed with mango and cinnamon flavors, and it's delicious. It's good.
1: That sounds really good.
0: Yeah, it, it turned out great. I think they might, like, keep it on there. It's like, hmm, this worked out. <laughs>
1: well, apparently that, that's the only thing that guy can drink from that that's one. Like, right.
0: Uh, I wonder if he even enjoyed the beer. <laughs> he just, like, this sucks.
2: Right exactly,
0: like, oh. You got, I know those are the only two things I can have, guys, but, but <laughs> you, boy, I wish else. I lost
1: all my taste.
0: <laughs> oh, man. And spe- speaking of brews, what have you been brewing this week in magic. Huh? Oh my gosh. Uh-huh.
1: Brew as in beer and brew as in deck.
0: Hey. Oh my gosh. New High segment. quality wordplay. New segment, new segue, done.
1: Yeah, so this uh this new brew I'm cooking up, I actually just finished brewing it. It is a uh it's a tribal tribal deck. So Ooh. it's uses a a mechanic called changeling, which is right. common amongst shapeshifters type creatures. And changeling means, at all times, the creature has all creature types. So it's a dragon, it's an elf, it's a goblin, even if it's in your hand, your graveyard, anywhere in your library. So there's some pretty funky cards that reference just random creature types in Magic. So there's one card, it's called uh, Something Bellows. Well, uh, hold on, let me look it up. Okay.
0: <laughs> in the meantime, I'll riff on that. Yeah, they, they've been definitely pushing this more and more, and in Commander, where you have access to the whole history, they, they've made this pretty possible at this point. Um, I, I remember, I've seen a, a popular YouTuber use the old card, Misform Ultimus, which has the changeling text without actually saying changeling. I imagine he's going to change that deck into the new uh, Orvar card, which just seems like, it it not only has that text, but now has more text, which does more things, uh, because he was using that card to great effect, like, with all these uh, little lords, like, all the way down to Lord of Atlantis, which I think is, like, plus one, plus one, Island Walk, for all his right. other folk, and, yeah, his commander was all of the things, so.
1: Yeah, and exactly. And, of course, you used to
0: see it with, like, uh, Changeling, or not Changeling, sorry, that's, that's the term, uh, Slivers was uh, it was, like,
1: Slivers, yeah, that was the, uh, that's what's probably going to be a, in a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of the cards in this deck, <laughs> is they just say Oops. all Slivers have
0: Right, decks. it kind of gives it to, yeah, they're the, they are the ultimate lords, but they're the ultimate lords only in their own, like, Sliver decks, but now they made it possible like, oh, you could just kind of play Slivers now with all these things. And every, every deck's a sliver deck now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: They're all sliver decks. Um, in the meantime, I, I'm brewing... So I have, as you've known me, have I ever once built a five-color deck?
1: You you uh, famously dislike five-color
0: decks. I famously dislike five-color decks. So I'm trying my best to brew five-color decks. I think one of the reasons I've always disliked them is the. Restrictive pool of commanders that you have. I always like to find the, you know, I even like the new partner mechanics because now, holy crap, am I swimming in a sea of like endless possibilities. I love it. Um, but with five colors, it's like, yeah, choose Golos, it's the best, and, and there you're done. And then just throw all the best cards, everything that says Mythic, yeah, just play that because it's the best in that. Co- and I'm like bored of I'm like, nah. So, like, I, I was starting, I. Um, pulled a uh, a Sika, God of the Tree, the one that flips into the enchantment.
1: Right, that five-color enchantment that at the beginning of your upkeep, right, you flip over, uh, is it creatures or permanents?
0: Creatures or planeswalkers.
1: Or planeswalkers, yeah, so you reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature or planeswalker card, and then you get to play it for free. You just get to play it for
0: free. Uh, so I was, I was trying to play around with that because I have one, and I was like, ah, oh, this could be neat. I could do some cool stuff. Honestly, I mean, the two directions you go, it all, like it's everything I complained about. You either build it way too powerful, where it's mythic.deck, where you're just flipping over into the biggest, most powerful thing. And, uh, and then I made a, uh, a cool brew with it where I used all of the cards that uh, have Monarch.
2: So, ah, like, I'm almost cool.
0: guaranteed to flip over into a card that makes me the Monarch. Um, and, then, and there's a lot of really great ones that they printed now, where, mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, you get double mana if you're the Monarch, oh, you don't lose life if you're the Monarch, like, all kinds of cool, crazy stuff. Um, which, it, it turned out being a fun brew, uh, but it, it just has some of its boring, like, it, it's it's... I don't want to say slow but it's too like everything happens on your turn. There's no interaction whatsoever.
1: Ah, right. It's it's very proactive and not reactive. Yeah,
0: and and then what I feel bad playing decks that are so proactive. It just feels like you have the you'll have those games where you literally do nothing. You're so dependent right. on like I play my threat. If someone removes that threat, I'm going to do nothing. <laughs> and I can't stand games where I do nothing. Nothing feels Yeah, right. yeah.
1: It, it is since it's a commander you traditionally played multiplayer when you don't have anything to do on your opponent's turns, you almost become like disinterested. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, that's we'll exactly, see what's yeah, going yeah. on. And and by the way, the card I was thinking of was called Death Bellow Warcry. So Bellow? Oh, is that,
0: that that's the Minotaur one?
1: Yeah, so you search Uh for four minotaur creature cards with different names, put them on the battlefield, and shuffle your library. Now, it does cost eight, (laughs) (laughs) and minotaurs traditionally aren't very good, but if those minotaurs are changelings, and they get the benefits of, of, oh, whenever an ally enters the battlefield, and all slivers have plus one, plus one, and haste, and... Oh, if a giant deals damage, it deals double damage instead. Things like that. That's that's now, the kind of the direction. I'm, thinking I, about. I,
0: I'm no. I'm no judge. Rules text wise, even though it says changeling on the card, but isn't the creature type while it's in the deck just shapeshifter? It's not necessarily minotaur.
1: So, uh, I, I, it's it does work out that way. Where if it's uh, if it has the changeling ability, no matter where it is, it is all creature types.
0: Interesting. Okay, I didn't know that's how that worked. I j- just like spitball in my head, that'd be the first thing I worry about. Is like, oh, right. it's in the text of the card. It's not in if you look at all those changeling cards. The creature type they generally say shapeshifter. They don't say changeling in there or like, you
1: know. Right. Yeah. Because then the creature type section of the card it just says shapeshifter.
0: Exactly. It. So in my mind, I mean, oh, they're shapeshifters up front, and then when they're in play, yeah, then they're they're everything
1: done their everything but yeah the way it works out it's kind of similar to cards that have effects uh that say like oh pay three mana return this card from the graveyard to your hand yeah some certain card effects do work regardless of of what zone they're in
0: that always gets confusing that, that is a confusing rule of magic there's there's a lot of that going around like yeah things, things in different zones can be different than what they say they are i don't know <laughs> definitely
1: because yeah, if someone played this and I'm new and someone's kind of acting like a little bit of a card shark, they're like, oh yeah, it just works the way it works out for me. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I guess. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up assume. later.
0: That is definitely the one thing I've learned in that. Do not assume anything.
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: like, a lot of the stuff that you think you know oh this probably has come up in a game before and then you search the internet and you can't find anything about it and you just got to make your best judgment <laughs> it's like oh right. man oh
1: that's happened to us so many times especially so in the early times. days we're so just looking at times. this like oh this this interaction works this way and someone goes
0: well <laughs> <laughs> Is it oh, still
1: attacking after combat damage has been dealt, but before this? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah right. I guess it does.
0: Yeah, oh, all those little instances of phases, like, okay, wait, I need to respond now to say that, it... oh, man, mm-hmm. time moves slowly in the game of magic.
1: Oh, yeah, and then trying to figure out, so in the rules, there are these things called layers, So, which gets into the interactions that, So, okay, I have a 3 3 creature and I'm going to put Lignify on the 3 3 creature. So, Lignify is an enchantment that turns it into a 0 4. It's like, okay, well, now I'm going to giant growth this creature, which gives it plus 3 plus 3. Well, does the Lignify permanently change it to a 0 4 or is it a 0 4 and then it adds 3 on top? And uh, things can get really confusing. It matters when you did anything. Oh, well, man. the in that case, the plus three plus three goes on should top go of the yeah. of the was the be power cup that's altering. Yeah,
0: three seven at that point. Yeah, uh, but only for the turn, right? It in an chance, so it'll stay. Right.
1: Yeah, you're correct. I mean, it didn't happen in Scourge, so I'm I'm not surprised that you don't understand <laughs> that. <you> know, <laughs> oh, and we'll we'll get to that. I actually, have, yeah. So first episode,
0: I announced that in Scorch, and that's going to be funny because I'm going to bring up later something I was incorrect about that. Uh, going forward, we'll talk about that. Um, so, which, which, yeah, we should push into it. What is our topic this week?
1: So we're going to go over some of our favorite cards in Magic History. Now, these can be cards that are memorable off of just one game that kind of stuck out in our heads. Maybe they're cards that we kind of grew up loving. Uh, maybe they're just super powerful and we just enjoy playing with them. Um, and so we're going to go through, we have our list of five cards, and after that, yes. we're going to go we tried, through... We tried to limit it to five. We tried to limit it to five. It's impossible. <laughs> I was looking <laughs> yeah, through it's all my a, stuff. It's be honest. Like...
0: You don't have five. <laughs> there is uh, there is no way. You have five things written down in front of you. There's no way.
1: No, I have ten. <laughs> <laughs> I limited it to ten. Um, okay, and after that, you got it to ten. And a- after that, we're going to go uh, and we're going to try to guess like what three cards that are in uh not well we're not going to guess what three cards are in on our, our the other person's list but we're just going to name three cards that represent the other Yeah person. no it, it's
0: more like yeah we're we're trying to tell the story of who the other player is via three cards I, I think it'll it'll be fun cuz it's going to be a little bit eye opening like oh how does oh, yeah. the playgroup group view me like what, what what cards do they think is like oh yeah Brett's going to play this one <laughs> oh yeah. These are so, these are his three cards, man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was a little worried that I'm gonna be it's gonna be a bunch of blue counter spells and be like, oh man, maybe I need to take a good hard <laughs> exactly, look at my yeah. I'm gonna lose my casual card. <laughs> Armageddon? Come on. <laughs> I guess it is in every deck. <laughs> No, I never play <laughs> like, Armageddon. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, no, Armageddon is not on either of our lists. anything. there's no way. There's no <laughs> way. Not, that is not how we play. That is not a
1: that is a kind of thing where if I know someone's deck has Armageddon in it, I'm just being up front like I'm going to attack you every. every you. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna die right now. There's no way you I feel like playing against an Armageddon. Yeah.
0: What a what a card. All right, uh, so- let's. Before,
1: Armageddon, for people who don't know, is a a sorcery that destroys all lands. And, of course, you (laughs) don't to play cards and play the whole game. It's kind of the whole point is to play magic. You need lands. So when someone goes, ha, now we can't play. Now let's just sit around at a table staring at each
0: other. Wait, you wanted us to play magic? You think that's the reason? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, well let's go let's go backwards from our top five. At least that's how I'm going to use my go through my list. You can go forwards. I, 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 I did
1: not. Did. I did not order.
0: Oh, you did not order. Five. Okay, I did. I ordered them. I had my top five, and I I think pretty much I, there is like an actual reason uh, for for the ordering. I actually I did them in in a way that I think like my number one card really is one that I care a whole lot more about than my number five. Like that. That is what to me I represent, and I, oh, okay. I think if f- for uh, the three cards that you wrote down, I, 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 when we were talking about this concept before, you were like, "Oh, we're gonna have crossover." I don't think we are, except maybe my number one card or or a similar card will probably be on your list for me. That that's what I'm gonna guess now.
1: I that's have prediction. I have one card. I guarantee it is gonna be on your list. <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay. We'll see. I'm, I'm excited. I guarantee That'd be... it. I I don't know because I again I think there's so many I'll, cards.
1: I'll, I'll just I'll do the. uh Can I try to guess its power and toughness?
0: You can try and guess its power and toughness.
1: It's a six five.
0: No, it's not on my list.
1: It's nine. Okay. Well, you're gonna Wait. want it.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, I, that uh, might be on my list. What the hell? You I like are reading my you. mind. Yeah. This is so weird. And actually, okay, all right, let's go into it. Because, yeah. oh, my
1: God. <laughs> well, we, are, we already kind of started it with you. So, let's. So
0: the, the, the re- re- yeah, yeah. Uh, and it is the first card I'm going to read off. Um, the reason I immediately said, no, that's not, uh, is because I was staring at my number one, which I thought would be our crossover. Nope, you nailed it. It is my number five. And I put in parentheses. So I have a, not only did I list these cards, but I also put in parentheses, like, uh, there's This is like a category it fits in into why it's like in my top five. So my okay. number five, this category to me was the Sentimental cards. And it's where the 6-5 lives, and that is Rorik's Bladewing. Yep. And that's what you had, isn't
1: it? Rorik's Bladewing, <laughs> the Flying Haste Dragon.
0: It's a Flying Haste 6-5 Dragon. It's sentimental to me because it's still sitting in my binder, it is the first rare I opened up, which, if you look into the card, first rare I opened up, well, what set was that from? Onslaught. Onslaught, which is in the Scourge block, but I actually started back in Onslaught. So sa- same block, I got the block mm-hmm. right, but it was not Scourge I started, it was not Scourge the first pack I bought, it was an Onslaught pack, was the first pack I bought, which had a Rorix Wing in it.
1: So, I, I mean, this was the first card I thought of because mm-hmm, I just remember mm-hmm. back what was it when we we're so we actually became kind of friends through magic. Yeah, it was probably what like eight years ago. Like <laughs> hey, hey, oh, now. no, it was probably more like almost 10 years ago.
0: Um, uh, 10 years when we got there, so yeah,
1: August 2011, right?
0: Yeah. Uh well August I mean we weren't playing Magic in August
1: right but we met each other yeah but any anyway regardless the <laughs> yeah and I I looked up this card out but I looked up like on Scryfall which mm-hmm. is a great uh, great website to search yeah, for Magic yeah we're gonna refer
0: it a lot <laughs> I just
1: clicked scourge red. Dragon, drag because I forgot what the name is, and none and found is, it. Uh, well, th- I did the scourge set, not the block uh-huh. or whatever okay. the block is from. So I was like, yep. "Where is this card?"
0: Wow, I, okay. I see you knew it. So I mean, yeah, you pinned that down. Like first card that I ever opened. I'm still in love with the card. I play it in random red decks when I can, and people are always like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> it's so like, What do you want me to say? It's my favorite card.
1: But it's it's just good. Like, mm-hmm. you get away in commander decks playing... It's pretty vanilla. It's just a flying haste creature, yeah. but if... that That's good enough to just win some games because I, all the stuff around it still works as part of a larger machine. I can tell Sometimes you I have won games theater. on
0: the back of Blade Bladewing. <laughs> it has happened. I think I, I think it was one of those plays where I cast like a dragon storm. You know, got a whole right. bunch of dragons. Rorik's being one of them because he was the haster.
1: I I think I lost a game to that because you. I think, I think that's absolutely correct because. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, was I, I do that because the Dragonhead haste, and I was like, "Well, dragon haste. That's it,
0: It's a still a good card. It's yeah. one of those like so old cards that, you know. And the way they're making sets nowadays, they're pushing out any card that was good is just trash now."
1: Right, yeah. If this card was made now, it would cost four, and it would also, like, draw five <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. It would also have one of those keyword abilities that they're printing now that just means something right. else. Yeah.
1: It oh would have God. dash for two. Absolutely. But, yeah,
0: Rorix Bladewing, my number five card. That sits in my sentimental range. Other sentimental cards that you won't see on my list are, like, what comes to my mind is, like, Luxodon Warhammer. It used to be one of my... Like all-time mm-hmm. favorite played cards, I would just throw that into deck because it was amazing every time I did something with it. So that's another one. What What do you got on your? Or you don't have them numbered, so what card are you going to bring up first?
1: Okay, so if we're going sentimental, because I kind of did something similar to you, where I okay, had a bunch so of have, categories. You at least have categories.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I
1: have categories, and this is the card that I brought up last time. Was this was the first? It wasn't the first uh, rare or anything. But this is the first card that made me go like, whoa, this looks so cool. It's Progenitus.
0: Progenitus, right? Yeah, you mentioned it last episode already. Yeah,
1: Progenitus costs 10 mana, two of each color. It is a ten ten legendary Hydra avatar. It has protection from everything. And if if Progenitus would be put into a graveyard from anywhere, reveal it and shuffle it back into your library. So oh, okay.
0: I didn't know it had that effect on it, actually. <laughs> right, yeah. So it can't
1: be milled, it can't be discarded, it's just it's just gonna live in your deck or in your hand, most likely when you die with it <laughs> sitting in your hand.
0: It stays forever.
1: But it was just you know it was just a ridiculous looking card. It, not, you can't even see the creature. It's occluded by fog and it's just this monster. Uh and Back then, I just loved, like, all the Godzilla movies, so it kind of uh, <laughs> reminded me of that kind so, of yeah. motif.
0: What set was that from?
1: Conflux, I believe. Conflux. Okay, and yeah. I, I actually have
0: never seen the original printing.
1: I think, if I'm not mistaken, that was when Mythic Rare was first introduced. Ah, uh, so, well, yeah, it was Shards of
0: Alara for sure. That's when right, it was yeah.
1: yeah, the Alara block is, yeah, the Alara is Alara block. Conflux. Yeah, uh, Complex is a set of the Alara block, right? And yeah, is had a red mana symbol or a red rarity symbol. Just,
0: oh my god! Oh, what did like, you open one cool in a pack? Yeah, I opened you... one. Oh, well, okay, there you go. Yeah, so that yeah. must have been nuts.
1: It was like, just whoa. cool, like all these normal magic cards that were two, three colors. Psh! Get that out of here. This had ten colored mana symbols. So I immediately made a 5 color deck. This is before I knew about Commander, and I just it was
0: yeah, obviously yeah. awful.
1: And there wasn't any, I, I wasn't playing any format or anything. It was just cards I right, had right. shoved in a deck. Now but, I remember yeah. too.
0: You already had it as a Commander deck, and you played me back when we didn't. You were playing Commander, but you had that Commander deck and played me with your progenitus Commander deck at like while well, I played with sixty-card deck. Right. you didn't play with it as your commander you just shuffled it in and said like let's go let's go yeah <laughs> you just played that deck as like a 60 card deck you were like let's see what happens and it uh, worked it was freaking good
1: <laughs> yeah it was It was so funny because all, all it was was this just big creatures that just swung in and attacked there's nothing <laughs> fancy about it barely any ramp <laughs> it was just, I, I,
0: all I remember was being tortured by the honden cycle
1: oh my god yes <laughs> that might be coming up in another oh, maybe man. Maybe a little bit later another oh deck. i might
0: i might have just so found little one little out a little bit of a teaser all right i'm going to push on to my number 4 um i i'm sure you've you've connected me with this card before i don't think it's on your list especially in the top 3 i mean you already nailed rocks my number 4 is a newer card uh, but there are cards like this and that card is brash Taunter,
1: yeah, I I thought you might put a stuffy doll type stuffy card doll in there. right
0: exactly. You know I am in love with these effects. I put it in nearly every deck. Uh, I called this category the indestructible slash like hard to remove cards on my battlefield that punish my aggressors.
1: Do you want to describe what Brash Taunter is?
0: Brash Taunter is an indestructible one one goblin. I think he's just a goblin. Yeah that has an ability that says whenever he's dealt damage, you can redirect that damage to any other target. Uh, be it a player's face, be, which is even well, better, like it is the better target stuffy opponent. doll. Uh, no, I think Crash Taunter says anything. Nope, it's target opponent, you're right. Okay, so he he just he just deflects all damage that hits him uh, and makes it hit an opponent, but he can fight other creatures, which is just hilarious because you keep walking right. around the battlefield talking things and fighting them. That's, that's just so good. The,
1: it's the such a good card. It's yeah, amazing They,
0: they nailed card. it with this card. It is the yeah. best. stuffy Doll. Stubby Doll, you have to choose an opponent. It'll only hit that opponent that you've chosen. Uh, it also has an ability to right. ping itself, which is great. Uh, so it's never just useless. It's always doing something. In a commander game, it gets a little awkward, because if the person you chose leaves... Uh, the stuffy doll just sit there. Yeah, <laughs> and it's an indestructible. I mean, it's still useful. It's still an indestructible blocker, uh, but it just can't deal any more damage, pretty much, unless you blink it or something. Uh, brash taunter fixes fixed all those things. Uh, it's in red, which I've named two red cards already. Uh, yeah. Might be my favorite color. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's one or that color or one other color, uh, which is in my list for sure. But that that is my number four, brash taunter.
1: That effect is way better than it sounds because yeah, I still so... think it's
0: underrated. I mean, oh, especially definitely. now with a lot of the stuff they've printed. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of things that deal a lot of damage across the battlefield now. Right. Uh, you consider can end up just crushing your opponents.
1: Consider the all the red wraths wrath it right. got. So board sweeps. So you have a uh, blasphemous act that yep. just deals Staple. thirteen damage to everything. You just yep. play that. Your guy lives. Everything else is dead, and you get to dome somebody for <laughs> thirteen. And you probably crazy. and you
0: probably pay one mana,
1: <laughs> right? And you play pay one <laughs> mana for that. <laughs> and there, there's so many times it comes up like, oh man, I could, I could attack uh, Brett with my ten ten or something. it's like. Mm. He's just gonna yeah, block. Yeah, take it twice. Yeah, and, and, just block and that's what's
0: so great about Brash Taunter is the, if you just have a ten ten, that's bad for you. If I have a Brash Taunter, because I can just yeah. choose to fight that thing, and you're you taking ten. It. <laughs> it's so good. And a so yes, great Brash for Taunter. You know what's really funny too? When I was making this list, I actually wrote Brash Taunter in late. I had a different card placed there. Saw that card in my collection and went, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah." Oh, that's yeah, yeah. I immediately I had to put that in. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, and you can use it for politics too. Because yep. if someone's running yeah. away with the game and be like, "Okay, I'm gonna fight, I'm gonna attack," you know, uh, one of our friends who also plays with us, Pat. I'm gonna attack Pat with my ten ten. It's like, yep. okay, he takes ten. Okay, now Brash Challenger is gonna fight my ten ten and deal another ten damage to Pat.
0: Yeah, yeah, you could have just people. Hey, yo, send him at me. I'll I'll der- yeah. I'll, I'll make the damage go where you want it. <laughs> right, it's crazy. Send him my way. Um, yeah, one of one of the most perfect cards in Magic for me.
1: All right, I think so I'm going to go with probably if if Progenitus with its five colored mana symbols is is my like personality in magic, but I only have like one true love and that's <laughs> big mana green decks.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So, uh I think you know what's coming. Uh it's my Got to be next, another commander. Yep, Omnoth, Locus of Mana. The OG Omnath. Yeah. Omnath up gone. all the colors. Yeah, yeah, this is the they they perfected it with this one. Uh, yeah, right. So, yeah, they did it right the first
0: time. I agree. I still think he's probably the coolest Omnath in life. Oh yeah, that, he does something super unique. unique. Yeah.
1: Um, and so what he does, he's a uh, a 3-mana 1-1. One, one. Not great to start out with. Uh, <laughs> but he has this ability where green mana doesn't empty from your mana pools as steps and phases end. Uh, So that means your green mana is just there. So yeah. if I... Have green mana in my mana pool before attacks. I can add it there, move to my second main phase, and it's still there. Yep. But why would you want to add mana to your mana pool before you attack, you say? Well, he has another ability.
0: I'm confused. Why? Why do we care?
1: Well, Mr. (laughs) Brandis, Because Omnath, Locus of Mana gets plus one, plus one for each green mana in your mana pool. Oh
0: my god. And
1: everyone learns this lesson about Omnoth the first time they play it, when yeah. I had eight mana to my mana pool attack, and I'm like, oh man, that's a nine power oh, and toughness man. creature. Yeah, and then you'll spend your mana on. So, yeah, and then the second bay phase, I'm like, okay, I will turn my green turn down to represent how much mana I have down to cast build. They're
0: like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a, was, that's what it says the good. card.
1: But yeah, it's just crazy, and you just end up with 50, 60 mana.
0: In your and that goal. was back. That was back when Voltron was a legitimate strategy back then. It is it has since yeah. faded miserably, unfortunately. Uh, there's right. too many cards that kind of make it horrible to be Voltron these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure. I mean, I haven't seen you haven't played him in a while. Um, but that 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 used to kill us all the time.
1: Right, and damage. right because all you need is 21. That's yeah. all I need.
0: And with, with how fast he grows, it was pretty easy to get 21. <laughs> it was pretty easy. Like you said, he attacked for nine commonly each turn. I mean, yeah, it, it got nuts, it got pretty crazy. I like that one. Um, yeah, all right, number two, number three, and this is going to be no surprise to you. I don't think it's on your list either, but it might be. Uh, because it's a card I've been playing a lot lately and throwing in every deck lately. And that is Field of the Dead.
1: I did. I that was on my like. So I I have some cards that I'm like, these are guaranteed to be on Brett's <laughs> list. Field of the Dead. I had Stuffy Doll on that list, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. and Rorik on that one.
0: And Rorik, there you go. Yep. Yeah, so Field of the Dead is a card. It's a it's a land printed. Uh, I'm sure the competitive scene knows this card and hates this card, mm-hmm. which makes sense. I think if you play four of these it probably gets egregious but the (laughs) commander it's a perfectly like balanced card it really is not that ridiculous you need seven lands with different names for any of the first triggers to start and then when it does start triggering you get a 2-2 zombie um for land entering uh after you have seven different names and it counts as a different name you know it itself is a land which is not going to share a name with anything else um, which is, it's fun to play around with in Commander. I, I love throwing it in every deck and playing, like, the snow-covered basic with the regular basics, because those are right. different names.
1: they are still basic lands, but they're called something so, different.
0: it's just, and, and it's a card that you can literally throw in any deck, because you, if you get up to seven lands, and all of a sudden you start pumping out two twos just feels great. I just love it. I love having just like it's never good for me. I feel like every time I make an army of two twos they seem to disappear.
1: I (laughs) beg to differ. (laughs) (laughs) They might seem like they're they're getting blown up but the reason why I'm always concerned about blowing them up it's like well it it's amazing in your Karametra deck. Because oh,
0: my Karametra deck loves this card.
1: Because it doesn't trigger on for each additional land of a different name. It's once you satisfy that condition, it's, yep, any it's land. every
0: land. It's every land. And um, so like I was saying, all these cards fall in a category. That category was landfall, which basically is like my favorite mechanic. Right, uh, I play it in every deck just because it's useful in every deck. There's and not there's, a single deck where you're not playing lands, so there's, there's always landfall no land way
1: to stop it. I mean, you can nope. You can Very destroy the creature after it's triggered, but right. there's but the nothing your opponent can go. do yep. that can prevent you from playing lands. So there uh, are so many, many good landfall
0: abilities play, that have been printed now, and I'll I'll look to play the best of them in every deck. I just I just love the landfall ability. I think it's just it's perfect. It, and like I was saying, with I, I don't like to do nothing. Well, a lot of times you feel like you're doing nothing when one or two things are happening. You're playing all lands, or you're uh, like just playing permanence and, and have no card draw whatsoever. Right. You're just sitting there, draw, go. Well, what's great about the landfall ability is everything in your deck basically becomes something now. Exactly. Your lands are usually dead draws. Instead, now your lands are also effects. which is It, it just feels great. It feels great to me. I love picking up that card and going, oh, it's a land. Oh, at but look, least it's a 2 t- Exactly. At least I, it does something. Like, so that, that's why that's a, right in the middle of my top five Fields of the Dead, new card. Love it.
1: And, the, and that actually caused me at least, I don't know about everyone else in our playgroup, to put in some <laughs> cards that do also destroy target land. <laughs> I don't like destroying lands, so there's not too many cards that say, like, just destroy land. But things like Assassin's Trophy, obviously you just put that card in decks anyway, because it's yeah, really good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just an amazing card. But uh, in, some, so in some decks, for red, I'll replace cards that say, like, oh, destroy an artifact uh, with Pillage, destroy target artifact, or land. And it might cost an additional mana. But, yeah. man, if I can See, save I mean, I've myself... I've
0: never been a fan of anything that says destroy target land. What I do like, though, and re- will respect always, is destroy target non-basic land. There there are so right. many non-basic lands that are very overpowered. Field of the Dead being one of them. I mean, it's, that's a strong ability. Just, have, have, like, it costs you nothing. You're, you're uh, playing a land. So, right. like, I get playing the Destroy Target non-basics. Like... Maybe not the one that destroys all the non-basics, because that's getting close to the Armageddon. Uh, that's pretty close
1: <laughs> to, to me just saying, I'm sorry, Brett, I'm just going to come after you. I don't care, Like as long as that card's in your deck.
0: But the one-off, like, destroy target non-basic, that's that's a huge deal. That's that's an effect you should have in your deck. I mean, you should yeah, play it. That, you really think, should. Yeah, there are so many
1: cards. Feel the Dead, Valakut, which turns all mounts into Lightning Bolts, and my third card on the list... Uh-oh! Maze of If.
0: <laughs> yes! Oh, my God! He, I've just seen that card every time you play a deck now.
1: Yeah, it's so good. I have two of them now, and <laughs> there's it's whenever I can tutor for a non-basic land, that's basically the best land that you can tutor for. for and it's and, extremely annoying to play against. It's ex- right.
0: extremely annoying. You have that
1: commander that... And th- this kind of goes... Uh, to what you were saying about Voltron commanders, right, like, okay. Well, you're, just you you gotta it. have protect it with shroud or hexproof because right. all right, it's just not gonna attack me.
0: <laughs> so we uh, we both had some non-basic lands on our lists. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. I mean, the, the, there are cards that generally go in like every deck, and they're they're useful and have a, a use. Any lands right. that have a good use are, are gonna be one of our favorite cards because again, it, it it makes that. That bad play pattern feel better, right? That you right. draw the land, but oh no, this land does stuff. That's, it's basically
1: that's... a spell for free. Right, that's like,
0: exactly what I'm saying. Like, it's,
1: landfall, it's awesome. make a 2-2. I'm sure is a, like a four man enchantment out there somewhere.
0: Which is why we, we should go back and take a look at those uh, those new Zendikar Rising stuff. I'm sure there's stuff that, in there that you know we haven't even really truly discovered yet. Where like there's the land on one side with the spell.
1: Yeah, those cards they're i they have gotta be everywhere at this point right
0: those were those were a neat printing i'm glad they they're starting to do that stuff because Mm -hmm. again it 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 just makes the game feel better these aren't like overly overpowered it just it 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 makes you feel like you're doing stuff every game exactly you're either going to have the land which you need those to get into the game or you draw it off the top and bam your spell's there it's great
1: right exactly uh, and we don't need to talk too much about Baze of Ith. So Baze of Ith, you can tap it, and a target attacking creature, uh, you untap it, and it prevents all damage dealt to and by
0: it. Right. And importantly in Commander, that's an effect that you don't even have to use that on only things that are attacking you. I'd right. say 80, 90% of the time, that's the case. But there's those annoying times where you're politicking be like, I'll stop that attack for you. Right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, like, hey,
1: this person's gonna crush you, and I need you to live to take yep. some heat off of me. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna. It, it's gonna just always a life.
0: useful card.
1: And there's been multiple times where I've done it on my own creature, where I like, oh, I'll attack, I get <laughs> an attack trigger. Attack. <laughs> yeah, what well, I, right, yeah, I get, I get the attack. Pack. There's an attack trigger, like one of my yep. decks, Kalia. Get that trigger, and then someone goes like, "Okay, I'll have a combat trick or something, or to." to make a good block. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to untap my creature and save it from combat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: that's so good. Uh, it's just, it has a lot of uses, right? So it, it's right. very versatile. An effect that seems, oh, ah, that's all right. No, until like, it, oh my God. It's really good. Yeah. And, once you play around with it, you're like, wow, this can do it all.
1: And it, it has this strange, like multiplying effect where, if one person doesn't have, or only has one creature, doesn't have a lot of creatures out, they don't even want to attack you. Because it's like, ah, oh, well, it's useless. Right, He's it's just going to use Mazavith. So I'm going to attack somebody else. Now you basically got the same effect from Mazavith without having to right. tap it.
0: Right, right. You didn't even have to use it. And yeah. You still prevented the attack. I always felt bad too, like... You always end up going after me, it seems. And I'll attack you, and you just untap it. And then it's your turn, you're not know, untapping the base of it. Yeah, yeah, like, then it's fine. Then i Yeah I
1: don't really care, I'm just going to be like, I ask. <laughs> you're attacking me the one one No,
0: you're not. <laughs> just, oh, God. Yeah, well, luckily luckily, when that happens, it, at least you're untapping my stuff, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. fine. Like, it's yeah. almost like it didn't happen. Like, yeah. I, I can't care that much. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Alright, my number two on my list. Another brand new card. Every time I draw this card, I feel so good, and it's always so ridiculously strong. I'm in love with this card. It's Deflecting Swat. Deflecting I. That's another card I have. If <laughs> if
1: it's free. I could literally show it to you.
0: That, that you, you said for me? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, well, because I play it to great effect. It is Wait, my... wait, wait.
1: Is that the card that it's free if you have your commander? Yes. Free if you have your commander, and it'll change the target. Okay, yeah, because I I literally just have like free shunt. <laughs> I didn't know what it was called.
0: Because <laughs> I used to play shunt, and then this yeah. card was printed, and I'm like, yep. And every time I draw, and it's just it's always so good. Oh my! So I don't like the blue one as much. I mean, yeah, it, the blue one's just OP. It just counters kind of like everything. Yeah, it's so, um, it's so ridiculous. I actually don't like the black one. It exiles a creature, which seems useful, but. For some reason, it, it's it's not what I want to do at the time, and, and it doesn't feel as, as as powerful as the deflecting slot does. Hmm. I have I own all five because I was like these cards are nuts. I ha- I'm just going to own them all.
1: Yeah. If, if <laughs> pro tip, if a card does not require you to tap mana <laughs> to cast it, take a second look at that card. Oh,
0: yeah, and probably just play it. Actually, just don't don't even take a second look. Just play it. Right. It's nuts. So but, yeah, deflecting swat is my favorite among those. I call this category the not quite a counter spell.
1: Right. It, <laughs> it feels so good. Especially it's if so you're good. mono red. You're not supposed to have counters. That's that dirty blue mage over there. That's his thing. <laughs> and then they you know, the guy confidently, I'll, I'll I'll cast, you know, lightning bolt, destroying your command, and you go, Well, actually, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so, the versatility of this card is so ridiculous like we were talking about with maze of it it's like at first glance you're like oh yeah it does this one thing then you realize how many effects it has right. when you play around with the deflecting sWAT in your hand and you're staring around at the board and like when everything happens you go oh wow I could do this I could do this. like the possibilities are so endless with a card like this it's it's so nice to play and it's free oh yeah because you just have your commander out and you're like well i can do it now it's it's i can play it
1: yeah and it, it has uh the other utility of being able to redirect abilities too right so there's a planeswalker that minuses to destroy target creature usually your commander And then, okay, well, I'm going to use this card that's free now to now destroy your own creature.
0: (laughs) Another change they made with this card uh, that made it better over Shunt. Shunt, I think states it can only be changed with a single target.
1: Deflecting Swat
0: can change all targets.
1: Yeah, uh, I just looked it up. Change new targets.
0: Plural go- targets exactly. Oh they change so it. It's so good. I didn't even dude, know that. It, it is disgusting. Oh, so I, my I God. oh, I, like if you played like the casualties of war, I can. Be oh, boom, like, oh, I was, boom, 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 boom. Oh you, you just choose God. all new It's dude, I'm telling you, deflecting SWAT is the truth,
1: that it is the is truth. A-
0: Buy one now. You're welcome. I think the I think price that's already. a war crime like, if you do that to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I bought my at ten dollars. I think it's already up to thirty because it, the card's busted, oh and I've played it, and it feels like a thirty-dollar card. It's so good. It is. It's the best card to play ever. So, but it is my only my number two because there's something I like doing more than this. Uh, and if you're following along on my top five, that is the third red card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Think I like red? I don't know. There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll kind of mirror your categories a little bit, which okay. is this is just something that I love doing. And there's actually like this is two cards because it's more of these two cards that have this specific ability. The ability okay. is split second. <laughs> so my
0: <laughs> oh yeah, when we get to to your stuff, uh,
1: my, <laughs> it... my my. my, my... Right, yeah. So I'll choose this card, which I don't play at as much uh, anymore. But there's a specific game that I'm. I'm, if I remember correctly, you were a part of Brett. It was okay. back when uh, we were playing with your other friends that weren't from our college. Okay. It's Angel's Grace.
0: Yeah.
1: And Angel's Grace is a. Uh, it's an instant. Costs one white as split second. So that means when this spell's on the stack, essentially nothing else can be put on the stack other than triggered abilities. And its effect is you can't lose the game this turn and your opponents can't win the game this turn. And then if you were to lose uh, life zero or below, you, your life just goes to one instead.
2: <laughs> right.
1: So I, this card isn't good unless it's part of a combo that requires you to like essentially enter a condition that would make you lose the game normally. Right. said play this card. And then you can go you on. Won't. Um yeah. but sometimes I just like putting these types of cards in random decks because right. the combo <laughs> players going off like, okay, I'm going to like pay all my life to cast all these spells and do all this damage, and you just go like Angel's Grace. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't respond to it, and I can't die. What are we gonna do? Here? What are we gonna do? And they go, <laughs> and in
1: this case, I, I don't know, I don't think it was a combo deck. But basically, th- there's no reason why Angel's Grace should have been in this deck. <laughs> but I played it anyway. And they're like, after all these cards, I'm
0: losing to this stupid Angel's Grace? What's going on? And I'm
1: like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Sometimes you just gotta throw curveballs in your deck.
0: I love it, I love it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good pick. And mm-hmm. yeah, we'll we'll get to uh, to that but, realm again. We'll yep, revisit I think, that topic. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah uh eric if you didn't know who you were as a player I think right yeah yeah. With
1: it. <laughs> just, yeah
0: um all right then we're up to my number one and this card i know so if, if you don't if you didn't pick this card exactly you picked some i i guarantee on your list to represent wait the, do
1: we need is it number
0: two no my number two was deflecting swat
1: oh okay yeah yeah
0: so I had Rorix as five, Brash Taunter four, Field of the Dead three, Deflecting Swat was two. So this right. is my number one card. This is your number and, one. Oh, I yeah. could
1: choose only one more card from my list of like ten more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, I, then, then we'll have honorable an honorable mentions. Yeah, 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 we'll have an honorable mentions
0: section. and, and I, I, There's a specific way I did my honorable mentions, which is kind of funny. Um, okay. But there's a reason for it. So so my, my number one card, and like I said, you have this card on your list. If it's not this card, it's card like this. And my number one is carrion feeder.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't know what I didn't really put anything like that on the list. But you're absolutely Interesting. right. Interesting.
0: Okay. Yes, my favorite thing to do in Magic is sacrifice all my stuff. I don't want you messing with it. And I want to benefit, and I'm going to do that by sacrificing my stuff for free. So you are you're the
1: villain in Yu Gi Oh who just disrespects yeah. <laughs> his monsters yeah, like, for personal I'd gain. Throw
0: it in the trash. Uh, it is the most useful effect I've found in Magic. Every time I play it, uh, I'm putting cards like Spawning Pit in every deck now, which is just an artifact that does the same thing: free sack outlet. Um, Ashnod's Altar is one of my favorite cards of all time. You get two mana for everything you sack. It's so uh-huh. good. It feels amazing. Carrion Feeder gets a one-one counter on it. It's a. It's a just a one mana, one black mana for a one-one zombie or. I don't know his type. I think it's zombie.
1: It's a zombie, yeah. Yeah,
0: can't block. Um, and they did that for a reason because it has a free sacrifice ability, which puts a 1-1 counter on him. So he eventually just becomes this gigantic mass that you're going to have to block. Yeah. <laughs> which is hilarious, it, and I love playing it. just it.
1: gets so big. It you're just like, so I big. I could kill it, but <laughs> you just like sack itself for some reason. You just sack just it's like, itself.
0: It's a bit oh, so. That, like, that, uh, that is the reason I love it the most, because it's, It's one of the only sacrifice effects that, like, yeah, you can't even interact with that thing. Like, oh, I exile it. Nope, I'm sacrificing it to myself. It's just so useful.
1: And it's never just carry and feeder. It's all the cards you listed. So when I do, like, I'll cast Wrath of God, destroy all creatures. Ha! what are you going to do? It's like, oh, well, I'll sack all five of my creatures. (laughs) I'm going to scry three, (laughs) draw a card you know, make you discard four cards. And it's like, well, I don't even win out of this. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, that's the other thing. Wait a second. almost like your split-second argument. Uh, something like this is so hard to interact with. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because it's, it's instant, and like, okay, I'll sack in response. Oh, I'll try this in response. I'll sack in response. <laughs> you just it again. In. Like yeah. it's, it's just, it, I, I can continue doing it. It's just... And
1: it's since usually sacrificing the creature is the cost, once you do it, you can't, I can't be like, oh, let's say you sack a creature to Karen Feeder. I can't like exile the creature you sacrifice in response right. yeah, because yeah. You, that was part of the cost. So I can't and
0: any 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 death triggers or whatever. They're gonna go on the stack. They're gonna, they're gonna go on there. the stack. Yeah, exactly. they're, they're, they're already they already happened. Right. So it's just, it's just an ability that feels like you have the power at all times, which feels great. It feels like I'm never I never can't do what I kind of plan to do. You know, there's a lot of mm-hmm. cards that or a lot of play patterns that you get into where you had this whole plan, and one thing can screw it all up. Right. Like It was like, I kill your commander. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, in these sacrifice patterns, you're never in that position. Someone can say, I'll kill Well, all right, I'll sacrifice. Right, like, I'll... you're always getting what you wanted out of it.
1: Right, exactly. That, that interaction is never as bad as what your opponent wants it to be.
0: Exactly. So, so that's why it's my, in my number one. It's It's... Mm-hmm. It's you know the, those types of cards are always what I want to be doing because it's hard to stop. <laughs>
1: All right, so my so pick your favorite. My last card. So this isn't again. I'll you you've kind of made the decision for me here because this isn't <laughs> one card. It's a class of cards, or okay, more, more yeah, likely, I
0: did. I did say the sacrifice outlet was my uh, class. Because goblin a... Bombardment is another one, which, red. Uh, red but yeah, yeah it's, a, it's another effect. You sacrifice, and then you deal damage with it. Oh, it's so
1: good. So, but it's more of a creature type that's fungus. <laughs> 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 so, one of my favorite decks that I've made is an Atraxa deck. And whenever anyone sees Atraxa, they're like, Great. oh, look at this. <laughs> Either Super Friends, Proliferating oh, yeah. uh, Counters, was... or... Or infect or whatever. So Atraxa is yeah. a four color, four mana, uh, angel horror that has flying, death touch, lifelink. Life-like. Vigilance,
0: vigilance, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and also We're it can proliferate
1: counters at the end of the at the end of the turn. So it could do pretty much anything it wants. Uh <laughs> but instead of doing all those good things, I <laughs> I made a deck around spore counters. <laughs> so the card that exemplifies this is Vitaspore Thalid. It's a one in a green for a two mana one one. Then at the beginning of your upkeep, you put a spore counter on it. Then you can remove three spore counters to make a saprilling. That's a one one creature token. And then most of these creatures have a sacrifice a saprilling to do something. So this one says target creature gains haste until end turn. So yeah, this this deck is one of my favorites because people like oh no, it's a Traxa. then they see this card, they're like, oh no, we don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> but then you get a bunch of sapperlings out, and it's like, wait a second. <laughs> Speaking I like, will my- say,
0: there is a sapperling or the uh, fungus. There's a fungus that I hate the most in that deck. And it's the one that gains you two life when you sacrifice one of your fungus yep. or
1: something.
0: That one gets me so mad because it is so hard to play around the dang thing. Yeah, you're constantly no. like, "Wait, how much do I have to deal?"
1: <laughs> yeah, because if oh yeah, I say if ten saprol, it's like okay, well I can gain twenty life, whatever I want to. <laughs> It's I can like, give a creature that's... haste, I can make more sapperlings, I yeah, can... And this is when you have, like you 10. said, ten sapperlings.
0: So yeah, good luck attacking through that, and good yeah. luck dealing the damage that way, and good luck bolting him to the face, because he can gain 20 right I'm, just, I'm just going to gain
1: 20, how about that? Oh, <laughs> and then man. I just make more and more sapperlings, because I proliferate the spore counters, and yeah, the other just, stuff going on. So it's just
0: infinite. It's like, you're, you're not at infinite life, but you're at enough where it's so hard to even just, like, like,
1: catch it, up to it, you. It, Basically, anything that forces my opponent to do math I feel like, exactly. like off on. Yeah. I think that's like the real problem I have with it too. I'm like it's such a headache
0: to be like, wait, what do I have to do to you now? You're... Oh, come on. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you make more. You're like, wait a second. Like, oh, I killed all those saplings, but now there's five of them. Is that thing still around? And then, and then it dies, and everyone's still thinking like, but you just get. Gave... Oh, wait, no, it's not it's on the board anymore. <laughs> oh man. All right. All right. So, so my,
0: I have some honorable mentions, and so do you. It sounds. It sounds like you have a whole bunch of lists. Yeah. Let's
1: uh. And we'll go through these like pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's a reason I had my honorable list. And that was because, if you noticed my top five, um, only two colors were represented.
2: Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: you got red, 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 colorless, and a black. Which, right. yeah, black, red, those are my two favorite colors in Magic. That's There's no mistaking that. So I picked out a card that I liked from the other three colors as my honorable mentions. To give uh, them,
1: you know... A little bit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Just to show that, like, I'm not a monster. I play other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my, my white card is Mirror Entity. Ooh, uh, we we went one. over at Nas, uh, you know, some Changeling. And this is a Changeling. It is my favorite Changeling. It best. makes everything else into Changelings. Yeah. <laughs> and makes them power and toughness as big as you want. Or right. as big it- as mana you have.
1: That card—it's one of those things that you're looking at your board and it's just a bunch of random creatures, and then just like, wait, how much mana do you have? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I I games games end like like nothing with Mirandia. Like, oh, out. it kind of acts, yeah, like just a game ender just out of nowhere
0: absolutely and i've ended so many games with that card i'm in love with it it's always good it's just it's one of the best cards
1: and it's a pseudo sacrifice outlet too because you can pay zero into its ability to make all your creatures zero zeros <laughs> and then they all die
0: <laughs> you found my trap card
1: <laughs> exactly yes
0: it's like one of the only ones in the life. yeah exactly so you know why i'm in love with the card. i mean it's yeah. it's just like it's uh, blue, I picked out again uh, a class of cards for blue, and that is a uh, frogify.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> or turn underrated. To frog.
0: Underrated, oh, absolutely. Turning things into frogs where they lose all their abilities. It gets around. I mean, it can't get around hexproof generally because most mm. of these cards are targeted. Um, but there are there are some ways. Uh, but yeah, I love turning your stuff into frogs.
1: Right, and one I love that it's always a frog.
0: frog. It's yeah, the frogs are always a frog. The frogs are great. Well, there's a card like Turn and Burn. I mean, that's a multicolored card and includes red. So, (laughs) so I didn't mention that. Don't make
1: me don't make me wrong this early in the podcast, (laughs) Brett. Come on, right?
0: But uh, yeah, but the frogs—they're my favorite aspects. I love. Well, and 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 they just made a new one, Raven form incredible right card, which can get rid of artifacts for some reason yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> artifacts oh my god i love it uh so yeah so those cards are just my favorite in blue uh and then green i chose scavenging ooze
1: Ooh, yeah graveyard hate
0: it's graveyard hate like and it's a weird graveyard hate it's graveyard hate that you didn't realize is actually pretty busted <laughs> yeah. uh gains you some incremental life uh it's it gets bigger it stops your opponent from doing stuff with his graveyard, which is just—it's so incredibly good. Also, it's an ooze, which I love oozes.
1: Can't get enough oozes.
0: <laughs> I never have enough oozes. <laughs> All Not right, awesome. what you got?
1: So my uh, my honorable mentions there. So I'll I'll start with this one. This is a black card, and the only reason I have it on here is because it has my favorite oracle text. <laughs> I think time. I know which one it is because
0: I think it's listed as my number one card for you. Really? Is it hex? Yes. No, no, it's not hex. It's not oh, hex. Oh no no, no,
1: no, okay. Uh, so hex is a six mana uh, sorcery. It costs four black. I oh, said oracle text. Yeah, yeah. That's oracle it. text. Yeah. Um, did I get no flavor text? Flavor. flavor yeah, that's flavor yeah. You text. said oracle, and I was like, yeah. I, meant, I mean, yeah. Sorry, I, I said oracle. Yeah, I meant you meant flavor text. text. So hex. What hex does? Destroy six target creatures it's called hex ha 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 I will deflect but, and SWAT. you're right exactly <laughs> uh, and it's flavor is when killing five just isn't enough and as soon as I saw that I was like this is fantastic <laughs> I love this card it's not good <laughs> it's not good no it <laughs> is great you need you need, need the targets. Targets, yeah. To cast it so if there that's four... one of those
0: complexities of, of magic where if right. the card states that it needs target for this target for that, it needs to have target for this target for that.
1: <laughs> right. If it said destroy up to six target creatures, yes, way better. They stayed, way they change some of the
0: yeah some on newer cards to have that. Sometimes they didn't because they know it's going to be overpowered if it doesn't have those targets. Right. So,
1: um, my next honorable mention. Uh, is it's not mentioned for a kind of a weird reason. Um, so I mentioned my Kalia deck a couple times now, uh, and this is a card I actually like, don't really like having in it because it's, and, I I don't think it's very fun. It's called Master of Cruelty. <laughs> Master of Cruelty, I was going
0: to say, yeah, that card.
1: Yeah, it, I've
0: lost it, to that so many times. And not right. even only against you. I've seen that right. everywhere. And people play it mostly in their Kalia decks.
1: Right, because it has this... So Master of Cruelty, it's kind of a strange card. It's 5 mana, 3 black red, a 1-4, but has first strike and death touch. So any,
0: it will just kill it. Yeah, it's going to kill with <laughs> combat. Which that part I like. That part's cool. Right, that part, fine. And I like um, that on a 1-4 body. That's, that's exactly. a neat design. Like
1: really, that. really cool. So it also has the abil- ability where it, can't, it can only attack alone. And whenever uh, Master Cruelty's attacks and isn't blocked, their opponent's life total that you attack becomes 1. And Master of Cruelty doesn't deal any combat
0: damage. That's where they made the mistake.
1: (laughs) So Kalia gets around the can only attack alone clause. So if I attack with Kalia, and Kalia has an ability where when she attacks, you can put a demon, angel, or dragon. So no dangerous cards there. uh, (laughs) Into the battlefield, tapped and attacking. So the way the interaction works is, so Brett doesn't have any blockers. I attack with Kalia. I put Master of in into play. Go to the Declare Blockers step. No blockers are declared. Master of Culty ability goes on the stack and resolves. Brett's life total becomes one. Damage step. Kalia deals two damage to Brett. GG. Yeah. And I didn't block either one of them. I mean,
0: like, you do have a chance to block them, but you're generally right, yeah. doing this.
1: But if you don't go. have any blockers, yeah, that stuff it's can g-g. happen. And I did that once to a buddy of ours, Miles. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel great because it was super early in the game. And I was like, ah, now he's just sitting there. And like, uh, See, that's the problem. with The early kills feel so bad. They're, right. they're and, terrible. It's not the way to go. And if you're playing competitive, go for it. The whole point of the game is to win uh, if you're doing that. But when we play Commander, it's usually to hang out and have fun. Yeah. So when somebody dies and only one person dies... It's kind of a little bit of a feel bad moment. Yeah. Uh, it's a little different if everybody's like if Brad, if you combo off and kill everybody, at least we get to shuffle up and just play another game.
0: Yeah, well, listen, that's the problem with the early kills. A lot of times with these early kills, they're they're not even gonna end up winning that game. And it's like, Then right. why did you kill me? <laughs>
2: like, right, exactly. oh man,
0: like, you did you just killed me and made me not get to play the game and you're not even gonna win the game now. You're you're actually you're probably just gonna get ganged up against and destroyed.
1: Exactly. Because you were powerful enough to kill somebody.
0: Yeah, which so, means they're going to take you out. I mean, you know, you are now the threat.
1: Uh, and so I'll move on to my last honorable mention. And it's an honorable mention because this card has been in my binder forever. <laughs> and I've been wanting to make a deck out of this card. Mm-hmm. And I just can't. Still not, not to this time. It's just, there's not enough cards that do this, but okay. eventually it will happen. It's called Psychogenic Probe. It's a 2, oh, two damage. Oh yeah,
0: you take 2 damage when you shuffle, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever spell
1: or ability causes a player to shuffle their library, it deals 2 damage. Yeah. 2 damage in a 40 life game. Not enough. Not not enough. They don't shuffle. People don't shuffle very often. Yeah. So there just needs to be more effects that deal damage when shuffling and stuff. But this every time i flip through my binder i see this card i'm just like one day oh, i can't wait like, in one day yeah times. you have that
0: one yeah build around card in the back of your mind yeah i i can't think of them off the top of my head but i know i have cards like that too like oh yeah. um, there's gonna come a time and this card's gonna this happen.
1: card will have its light <laughs> and everyone go like this card when you play it and then you play your <laughs> other cards and you go oh which when
0: you say actually when you talk about stuff like that it's funny because that that's a card like that is on my uh on my list for you.
1: Yep, okay. Which which we should does... transition
0: to now. So so now we're going to we're going to bust on each other a little bit or maybe we will. I don't know. Maybe it'll be what we expect. I got three cards for you here. I'll I'll start from the bottom. Again, I listed them in order cuz this is the again in order of how I, you know, as we move up the list, it's like definitely how you play to like this is just something that I've noticed that it's, like, interesting that you do. Okay, my number I'll, three card.
1: Uh, I'll, I'll order mine, too.
0: Okay. And, 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 this, and I think you're going to be proud of all the ones on my list. <laughs> that, when I wrote these down, I'm going to be like, he's going to like this. He's okay. going to be like, neat. All right. So my number three card. This is a card I know you love. I absolutely know you love it. It's Long-Term Plans.
1: Yes! I love this card
0: (laughs) so much. Oh, I'm so happy this made it (laughs) on. So, this is a card that... It's a tutor, but it's a weird tutor. It is a tutor that tutors any card in your deck, but then it'll place it third from the top of your library. So stupid! It's so ridiculous! So, I mean... For one, it's a tutor. You play a lot of tutors. It's commander, so everyone's going to play a lot of tutors. Right. I generally see you play, and, and you don't play them to be like, and now I'm going to combo off. No, no, no. You, you play a lot of silver bullet cards that are going to, oh, I can solve that problem. This right, is a yeah, weird that's thing. That's what i like to tutor for. Yeah, you, you love to have all these kinds of like solutions that like, oh, I can stop that. I know what I need. And you'll go tutor it. Like, And you, you almost ha- always have that armed and ready to be like, mm-hmm. I'm going to get there. And long-term plans fits into that. Like, it's a tutor. You can get it. It's gonna come go third from your top. But when you play a card like long term plans, you're gonna plan around that. Like there's a reason you're putting it third from the top. <laughs> right. And,
1: and the reason why it's weird is because it's a blue tutor. And blue traditionally has a lot of card draw, but not a lot of just cards. Yeah, it's it's a neat tutor. Yeah. So I that know, that was my number three for you. I know just the name of it. Just uh, I have some <laughs> yeah, plans, but they're long term. <laughs> and it just, it's just as a weird picture with like a Weird, the creature, a weird. Yeah, what did they like call those guys? I know they're that was weird. that was
0: back in the scourge. Uh, no, I don't think they're weirds. Oh, maybe I they look those, like a weird now. Yeah, those guys had that was back in the morph days. Oh,
1: okay, the, the, so maybe yeah, maybe it was just like or something.
0: Yeah, I I can't think of what they. I'm they pretty are,
1: sure but... it's the same guy on. There's a blue enchantment that lets you instead like tutor for seven cards and put. Uh, and set them aside and exile them and when you would draw a card, you instead draw from that pile.
0: Okay, apparently their card type is like wizard. So, oh, okay. th- yeah, they, they didn't have, like, a name for him. I guess. I, I just looked it up, like, back in Scourge, one that I remembered the name of, which was Scornful Egotist. For some reason, that was the one that came to mind. If okay. you look him up, you'll see the picture of him. Yeah, they're like these... Gelatinous that was your nickname for me. <laughs> the Scornful Egotist. This <laughs> is mean, a funny card, too. It's an 8-CMC card for a 1-1. Right. <laughs> you could morph to play for one man. That was That's a cool card. I love um, those
1: kinds of cards that just, like... Okay, what do I do
0: with this? <laughs> well, because like... well, back then they, they had a lot of cards that said, like, equals to the converted mana cost. Like, right. like it's plus X plus O when you flip this card. So, yeah, so they, that was, it was a neat deck, but I don't think it worked well. <laughs> okay,
1: so do you want me to go, do you want to do mine?
0: You, you want me to just or... finish off your list, you're saying?
1: Oh, I, I was saying, do you want me to do, like, my third?
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. I go for it.
1: So this is, uh, this card is an artifact. And it kind of goes into uh, a rant that Brett likes to do whenever we play a certain <laughs> card type, and so. I, yeah. What? I never rant. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh So this card is called the Immortal Sun. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it's a it's a six mana artifact. It has, and also you just like stuff that's just does everything you want it to. Yes, absolutely. So this has four abilities on it. <laughs> The first ability is the reason why it's on this list. Players can't activate Planeswalker ability.
0: Heck no! Yeah, every Get time... Get out to up. leap that card type.
1: Right, yeah. <laughs> Brett does not like Planeswalkers. That Never have. playing them, but... Nope. Uh, but so I play them to make a point. <laughs> right, exactly. And usually, whenever his decks have Planeswalkers, he just plays all of them when he's playing against me. <laughs> <laughs> There was one time you had like five Chandra's Chandra out at one point. Yeah. I did not win that game. <laughs>
0: you just you just said that I played Chandra. If you you're afraid play of Chandra. a plainswalker, Chandra, come on. Chandra, Chandra.
1: No, not, what, not she anyone, can pay you for one. Five of them. Yeah,
0: five of them getting egregious.
1: Uh, but yeah, so the Immortal Sun also at the beginning of your upkeep, you draw an extra card. Yep. Your spells cost one less, and creatures yep. get plus one plus one. So it oh, makes perfect.
0: everything a little bit better.
1: Drawing the card is really the good. Perfect design, and honestly, a card like
0: that—it's a little awkward for your opponents to get rid of, unless they need your pl- the planeswalker—a f- thing of it. It doesn't feel so bad for them, so most right. of the time they leave it alone.
1: Yeah, and, and it's one of those things that it doesn't hurt everybody equally. So if there's a right. super friends deck and you play this,
0: right? Only the
1: super friends. Yeah, he—that's He might—he like, might,
0: might want to get rid of it. The rest of the table's probably like, like "Oh, that's fine. Yeah, keep yeah. that around."
2: Right?
1: Right. And and it's funny because usually the Super Friends player, the way they can get rid of it is a Planeswalker ability. <laughs> uh, this card might be popular enough where people probably have cards specifically for this card in their deck. I know I would.
0: Yeah, and, and it's another one of those cards that, so considering it's an artifact, I, I'll throw it in every deck. I don't even care. Because right. I, I don't play Planeswalkers like we said, mentioned. So I... <clears throat> play that if you don't then play that card except for your chandra deck <laughs> except for the chandra deck which has a bunch of chandras then you uh, can't but, yeah. or you'll have the feel bads. <laughs> yeah
1: so yeah that's one of the uh that's one of the cards i had for you specifically right. for the walker
0: i like i like that yeah that absolutely i 100 agree with that one all right my number two card for you you're also gonna love this one it's a card you very much hold near and dear to your heart it's Hall of Gemstones. Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's so a I... card that you instantly fell in love with and were like, uh-huh. I'm using this.
1: <laughs> I have it in my uh, Group group Hug Grathama deck, which can turn very mean very quickly.
0: <laughs> yes, so, so the, and this is why I put this card in here. So this is a super, super random card yep. that says that each turn, they have to every player has to choose a color during their turn. You choose a color. Oh. Until end of turn, all of your land can only make that color.
1: Not yeah. only yours, every mana-producing land. See, and this land. is what I'm saying, it's already too confusing
0: for me. But right, you play yeah. them in decks where that punishes the crap out of people. Right. You'll play yeah. that, and it'll hurt people, and then you'll be like, oh, and by the way, by now the way. this. <laughs> and yeah, people yeah. are like,
2: what? Now I <laughs> can do anything I wanted to do. Yeah,
0: so, and, and, and you'll play that, you love playing cards like this in decks where it just, it always makes sense to do, like right, yeah. I, and- like I, I'm thinking of another card that, that's in comparison to this is like in your Urlock your deck, the uh, the Hall of Citadels or whatever, the one that
1: Citadel it, of Pain it, Citadel of Pain,
0: <laughs> you're just like oh yeah, Mana Burn, but also Also, inverse Mana Burn, <laughs> burn. <laughs> yeah.
1: But if you don't tap your mana, you'll also take damage <laughs> So yeah, I, and it I only like,
0: works in that deck. It's like, ah, yeah, I'll just respond to that. It's, like, it's all that, but yeah, you're like, oh no,
1: oh no, no. I wanted to that deck specifically. I wanted to build a deck that punish people for having lots and lots of lands out because we don't really have, we don't like land destruction in our play group. Right. So it's like, well, you can still play all your, you can still play the game, but it's going to cost you some life.
0: <laughs> right. And it works exactly. surprisingly well we've right.
1: found. Yeah. That that deck specifically came together when it's like, okay, yeah, we'll do this like, wait, how much damage am I taking?
0: Yeah, it's exactly. like oh man, it's, it's so hard to use you think like, oh, I'm getting a bunch of mana from him. Well he chooses when you get that mana, and the phase is usually ending at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's like, oh, can you play an instant in your mono blue deck with Right, the, every the turn? Team. Because yeah. that's how much I'm getting
0: like that's when I'm giving you the mana. So yeah. Oh, awesome! So, Hollow uh, gemstones.
1: So this one actually kind of funny that we're mirrored. This also has to do with mana, and since you like to play monocolored decks so much, <laughs> uh, I thought this was—I thought this had a good chance of being on your list. But it's Cage Sun. Cage Sun, another artifact.
0: <laughs> another. I, do, artifact. I play a lot of artifacts. It's, yeah, it's, it's, not it's another
1: six mana artifact that also gives your creatures plus one plus one, it but also when it enters the battlefield, you choose a color then whenever you make mana with lands of the chosen color, you get another mana. So, yeah, essentially doubles your mana.
0: Absolutely. I play effects like this all the time. I play Mirari's Wake in the green-white right. decks, because every time I play them, it feels good. <laughs> like, I will get them out as just, soon as I can so in the game, and I feel great the rest of the game, because usually it means there's nothing I can't do. And right, I love yeah. that feeling of freedom. It's like, okay, now I'm just set up. I'm just ready to go.
1: Yeah, and since it it costs six, so maybe you have two mana rocks or something. So you have four lands. It just, all of a sudden, you have eight mana pro- produced from those four lands. And it's yep. just, oh, you might have been struggling? Well, now you can cast over every card in your deck.
0: Yep. Uh, lastly for me, we've hinted for it this whole time, back when you were going through your cards.
1: Uh-huh. The card
0: I have, which you know what word it has on the card. Yep. The card I picked for you was Sudden Spoiling.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love this card,
0: uh, so specifically, once again, we'll go through it. It's a card that says split second. I think Eric has every split second card that was created because he plays, and because I've seen cards I've never seen before from him, and that's because they say the word split second
1: <laughs> split second is so good, yeah,
0: I mean they, and you use it to great effect, but uh-huh. there's a re- I, split second is definitely something that is more busted than it seems, for sure. The fact that they can't respond is so huge. I remember you played the the red board wipe one, and that one's nuts. So that one, I can't sacrifice. That... We were saying how hard it is to respond to sacrifice. Well, that one I can't. You can't that one you can't stops my. Points. Any
1: of your sacrifice No, activities. because
0: it has split seconds, so I'm not allowed to respond and sack everything in response. He's going to destroy it all.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and it feels he, very bad. He's like, <laughs> uh, I had this plan, but it, a lot of times I do this especially against uh, against like very interactive decks where. They don't like to do anything on their turn, but they always have a response to what you're right, doing. Right, right. But you're going to stop those responses by saying, right. well, yeah, I'm be like, Oh, I'm going to do this. Like, Oh, well, oh, I can't. Uh, oh, no. I can't. Yep. <laughs> and, and so, sudden spoiling
0: works the same way because it it, it's a co- split second card in black, one and two black, split second, and it'll make target opponents, all their creatures, zero twos with nothing.
1: Right, yeah. With and no that also stops two. all my
0: sacrifice stuff because not only can I not sack in response but now they're all 02s with no ability so they don't have oh. those sacrifice words it's it's so good every time you do it. so yeah i mean you are you to me are the split second player you're like i don't want you to respond yeah. i'm going to ruin you Stop. while while you can't respond
1: <laughs> oh yeah it's like oh you think you can you think you have
0: a plan uh-huh. <laughs> no exactly you know, I, it ruins <laughs> all plans it's the pl- it is the plan ruiner
1: and you have a bunch of sacrifice decks too. Like you have Karlov, or you're not, well, not Karlov. I, uh, what's the Jun Dragon? Korvold. Korvold. Yes. See, well, I don't I, know why? I, I thought those two <laughs> names were the same. That's crazy. <laughs> They're so different. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's,
0: it's so much different. But yeah, like I said, I mean, that's why I was my number one. I, I play sacrifice outlets. I love mm-hmm. zap outlets. That's one of my favorite types.
1: Okay. So my number one for you. Um, I don't have a card. It just says insert black legendary card here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have a, a what I call the black the black fat pack, and it's yeah. literally like where, where we have all our nice commander decks organized in little boxes. I have uh, an entire sleeve of black cards in a fat pack box that I can mix and match to any commander in black that I want that I have, which is most of them. <laughs>
1: right. And so do you know, can you name all of the black commanders that you have? I cannot name
0: them all. No. <laughs> That's how many. That's that. what I thought. Uh, the ones I play the most I could name, I have Endrick that comes out probably the most because I found him to be the most powerful that I that I end up He's doing. He's Um good. Yeah. Um, I've been trying out Rankle a lot lately. He's a lot of fun. Um, I haven't tried Sir Conrad, but I'm excited to. That one's going to be fun. Yeah, because he seems really good. Well, actually, that's why I tried to trade um, Mismiric Orb. I want that card still.
1: Look, the universe doesn't want you to have it. It
0: clearly doesn't. We had a weird moment where we tried to trade each other cards through the mail and it just completely didn't work. Four months later, the cards showed back up in our mailboxes. (laughs) We're like, wait, what happened?
1: Some calamity was avoided because (laughs) someone went back in time and mixed up the mail.
0: In in the meantime, within that four month period, I saw you after not seeing you for like two years and the cards were in the mail at that point. We're like, why didn't we just have Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh my gosh! So that—that's what happened. All right, that—that was fun. I think that was fun. That was a good time. Good. Now, what are we looking forward to next week? So this was our magic week, and like we mentioned on our uh, introductory podcast, if you haven't listened to it, go back an episode. Watch. It's quick. We only did that one in twenty minutes. Just to It was a tester episode, really. We didn't know what we were doing. We still don't know what we're doing. You think we know what we're doing? We have no idea.
1: No, we don't. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Who
0: knows if this makes I, I'm talking to a computer right now. None of this could work all of a sudden. <laughs> sure,
1: yeah.
0: um, so, next week, we're going to go into Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, it's going to be our first Dungeons and Dragons episode. We started with magic just because um, it's easier to prepare for, I felt. Uh, right. I, I know a whole lot more about magic. So, we actually have to do more prep next week. No.
1: Brett, we're experts in everything that oh, we're yeah. going to be discussing. Uh, pfft, uh, I, that's, Zero I, error. I feel like our
0: D&D is going to be more introductory, which is going to be nice, though. It's going, I feel like it's going to feel like, fill a niche. Right, yeah. like people who are curious about it that need to know.
1: It'll be kind of like this, where we'll, there might be an interesting thing. It's like, oh, well, what, what would happen if we did this? And then yeah. we'll just kind of talk about it, just like this. We'll just riff right. on stuff. So, so we're going
0: to go into uh, what we call, for that D&D, the intro to 5th edition. Uh, right cuz uh that's the the edition that we play and and we'll go into the intricacies of of why that is and and what. Um and then the week after we'll talk about what well, the next time we revisit magic uh we have another cool topic.
1: Yeah, so uh we're going to talk about stuff we want printed. Yeah. If it's a card or maybe we have a card that in mind uh, that we like like uh like psychogenic probe that we want more of. Sure, sure. Like yeah, yeah. I, I, you're right. I know you're going to want to print a card that
0: says, like, target opponent shuffles their library. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> one, one, mana, one mana target player <laughs> shuffles Each their opponent library. opponent
1: shuffles their library. Something like that. Each no. of-
0: ooh. You got wait,
1: wait. Hold on. I we mean, got, why not?
0: Right? Like, because that's not overpowered unless you have second shadow. <laughs> well, <laughs> like,
1: we why can't not? give everything away. We can't give everything away. And
0: actually, I, that is going to be a cool card. To, all right, we're going to have to talk about we're next episode. Talk about- oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're <laughs> right. All right, we're already we're, already, we're, already. Get we're getting, do getting two weeks ahead. All right, that'll be yeah, a cool yeah, so yeah, two weeks ahead. And then that's then. that. That'll be two weeks out. All right, uh, and with that, let's get back to the party. Let's go mingle. Let's go mingle. The party. Yeah. <laughs> and and for all you listeners out there. Party on. Party on